0: Welcome back, rugby fans, to another great episode here of the Run, Pass, or Kick interviews with your team here from the Rugby Rant Podcast Show. My name is Ty Braga, your host for today's activities alongside the familiar face of Rob the Hammer Hammerschmidt. Schmidt. And returning, also a familiar face to the Rugby Rant fans, is Mike Brown. Of course, this is a man whose pedigree in rugby, a long resume. I'm going to go through that in a moment's time. But Before then, Mikey, welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Excited to be here again. Yeah, again, right? Because we had you a couple of months back, right? Um, You know, we spoke about your journey through MLR, which of course has taken you to several different cities now. Uh, More recently was uh, the Jackals, uh, Houston, sorry, Uh, then it was uh, Dallas. Uh, And of course, Rooney. So, I mean, when it comes to the MLR, there's probably not a better guy than you (laughs) to tell you the stories, right? The good, the bad, the ugly. And that's why you're here, because with that experience in mind, we have something special to be able to share with everybody. Uh, Your experience alone is going to be valuable to us here on the show. Everybody's listening, but more importantly, perhaps that next generation in rugby. But before then, and before we dive into that, I want to remind everybody how the run, pass, or kick interview works. And to do so, I hand it over to my colleague, Rob Hamishman.
1: Thank you, Ty. And again, welcome back, Mike. It's good to have you. I, I want to say a special congratulations. You were coach of Dallas Jesuit, won the state championship, beat the Louisiana state champions. Uh, I'm a big supporter of youth rugby. We all are. One of our sponsors is, and I want to congratulate you and the boys, Uh, especially the boys for making that happen congratulations
0: jumping in just for a moment just to uh, interrupt talking about the sponsors i see that you're spotting the new la gear there rob oh yeah i just (laughs)
1: arrived in the mail i wore it to irritate benji because i know uh that he'll he'll take it um he'll take offense to it but you know Sometimes right. I got to take the
0: Mickey out of my boy. Uh, that uh, LA gear was, uh, I think, back ordered. It was so popular. Yeah. Um, so you're lucky to already have yours, and possibly you the best timing, right? Just yeah. for the playoffs. Yeah, you um, can't
1: get anything from them, as a matter of fact. I mean, it's it's just a their right. merch is selling I like
0: hotcakes, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Of course, I I would be remiss if I didn't remind everybody that you can, of course, still get that gear uh, on order from ShopMLR.com, powered by our friends at TheRugbyShop.com, whether it be LA or uh, Seattle or, of course, Houston. Take your pick, and of course, uh, you'll have the opportunity to get some special gear. In fact, uh, there is as much as 50% off on the clearance on many of those teams, so there probably isn't a better time than now to be able to grab that 2021 gear. From shopmlr.com. Once again, thanks for that opportunity. Uh, Rob, again, how does it work?
1: It works a little like this for the uninitiated in the run, passer kick interviews. So, fans, we're going to ask questions to Mikey and we're going to prompt those questions with run, pass, or kick. And just like any good rugby player, he's got to make a pretty tough decision when the ball is in his hands, so to speak. And that is, he can run with the question, which is to say he's going to go ahead and answer it. He can opt to pass a question. It just means it's a little. Uh, hot tamale and he doesn't want to handle it at this moment, he's going to dish it off. Or he can go ahead and have a little fun with us, put us on the defensive, make us work a little hard, make us play it out of our end, and uh, he can kick it to us. And and unless he indicates um, who he's kicking it to, we'll assume he's kicking it to the individual who asked him the question. Otherwise, he can direct it either way he wants, just like any good kicker. And sometimes, we know forwards like to kick the ball, even if they're not supposed to. <laughs> So he'll let us know what he's going to do, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll go forward with the questions for Mikey. Let's bring it on. Let's go. All right. So uh, the first one, we always like to just do a little warm up here, and um, sometimes I like to take the Mickey out of our guy, the big guy who's in the background making <laughs> all things work. So run, pass, or your kick. Uh, you're you are from Michigan and a fan of University of Michigan, right? right? The big uh, house up there, right? um in the big house yep. yeah yeah uh, did the big guy develop a bromance with you because he is also a fan of the maze and blue uh
2: yeah i'll run with that one off yeah i mean i knew that he was a huge michigan fan so i mean uh that just made it you know just easy rooney at the time i was playing with rooney in michigan you know i was lined lined up right into his interest so yeah that's how we uh started to get it going
1: so, you guys probably shared a slice or two and and talked about. Uh, That's I was to say, where did you go for football? your first date?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the misery. You know, uh, just talking about the misery, you know, misery enjoys company. So. Nice,
0: nice. <laughs> Uh, Let me jump into into the next question here, uh, Mikey. Now, Rob alluded to it a moment ago. Uh, So let me build off that, talking about your experience in rugby in two parts. One, uh, of course, your experience as a player. So here lies the question. You have played for three MLR teams, as I mentioned before, would be Houston, Dallas, uh, and of course, Rugby United, New York. So with that in mind, you are now also the coach of the Texas State Championship High School team at Jesuit. In which of these two accomplishments do you take the most pride from? Run, parcel kick, my friend?
2: Oh, run with that one. I mean, I think I'll, as a player, that's pretty cool to play professionally. So I'll probably say that. For the, I, like I said, in my opinion, rugby is a player's game. You know, so I get a lot of, you know, hopefully the players really enjoyed that you know i really enjoy helping them there but um i think you know that's their state championship more than mine per se because you know that's what they're going to remember half of the reunions from uh you know i'm going to be there supporting them but for you know professionally there's a lot more uh a lot more stuff that goes unseen to get to that stage than it does you know in the public spotlight
0: fair enough i think it's a pretty good answer i like how you said that's their victory yeah. you just helped them get there
2: no, that's hundred percent true. Like I said, rugby's a player's game in my my opinion and you know it's just uh it's just uh for them to you know game of expression and there's no time there's no timeouts, there's not as many stoppages, so uh they have to make the decision just like in run pass or kick, a good player has to make the decision on the fly of how they want to attack or defend. Uh so the ball's in their court and that's you know, that's sort of where I, you know, think of it. Fair thought. enough.
0: I'm sorry, I wasn't laughing at your response to those that were looking at me, but up on the screen, I'm assuming it was Benji. I saw it just for a moment, referred to Rob Haberschmidt as Glitter Boy.
1: <laughs> and, and the fact that uh, I'm now dead to him, which is a Scott uh, the Big Guy uh, line. So apparently Benji's gone up to New York, picked up a, a couple of uh, sayings and brought them back down to the bayou. So thanks, Benji. We appreciate it. All the love back to you, my friend. All right, we're going to move ahead and 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 focus on uh, Mikey today. Uh, Run, Pastor Kick, later this week uh, when we log on to Wikipedia, the Rugby Rant plans to add more info to your Wikipedia page. Uh, The big guy will be doing that because because you know Ty and I have no idea. Uh, One of one of these things to add is being a partner in the High Performance Management Group. Run, Pastor Kick, can you provide more background? on the goal of this partnership
2: um yeah i'll run with it um so the high performance Manager group is run by ryan, uh, ryan murphy uh matt houston used to play in mlr and anthony perry um they represent a number of the a number of players within uh you know the mlr landscape including myself uh so they um in this you know endeavor that I'm working on that we'll talk about here shortly. They're just helping me, uh, supporting it with me. There's a lot going on. and They have a lot of connections. So they're just uh, encouraging me and uh, using their resources to help my idea go further.
0: I like that, you know, and talking about going further, let's dig a little bit deeper into that for those people that aren't aware of what HBM is or what they're about to do, right? So let me give you the platform to, to, to speak. Run Pass or Kick. I think we know the onset. <laughs> why have you chosen your h b m partners? sorry, why have you and your h b m partners chosen to put on the rugby showcase on August seventh one week prior to the mlr draft?
2: yeah, so yeah, of course I'll run with this one um you know this you know there's a lot of with the draft there's a lot of it's a very long long answer sort of but this this is the second year of the draft the first year was during covid. And uh, during that time, a lot of uh, everything was done online through, you know, highlight tapes, Zoom Mm -hmm. interviews Uh, for this. You know, there's a lot of there's already limited resources within USA Rugby. And there's a lot of there's an ID talent uh, identification issue uh, within rugby. And this is opportunity for people who usually don't go to the lights or the Lindenwoods to get noticed in the MLR draft, especially the MLR draft expanding. From two rounds to three rounds, uh, especially with guys last year like Andrew Guerra, who didn't go to relatively a huge name school. But, you know, first year through the draft, he you know, American talent got called up to be a USA Eagle. Um, so I think teams are valuing the draft more and people, these players, there's a huge interest. Uh, I'm sure any rugby club you want, you've been to, there's always at least one or two guys be like, hey, if I, you know was what the school or I got, you know, if I was in front of MLR scouts, then I'd be drafted. Well, I'm just trying to provide this opportunity for them. Um, You know, we call it a showcase more than, you know, a combine because this is there will be some physical testing, but it's a day of rugby. Uh, We're going to start the day just with some uh, with a 40 meter dash, an L drill and uh, a vert jump just for some basic standard testing. Then we're going to get into positional skills. So the props going with the props, uh, the backs working on their kicking, passing. And then we'll do that for the finish out the morning and then we'll have a lunch. And then we'll have scrimmages, 10v10 scrimmages, uh, so you can evaluate these, talent, uh, these people and these talents so the teams can actually see these p- people in person. Uh, we chose 10s to get more game time for the guys, and also we don't have to worry about the set-piece cohesion running it. We can get that down into positional skills. So we're inviting all the teams uh, to the showcase and so they can actually have a proper identification, actually know the person before they, before they, uh, before they draft them. So just like any job, you know, you want to actually meet the person, you want to know who they are. Uh, it's important to meet, meet this the people on the field just as well how they do off the field. Um, So this opportunity for both players and teams to sort of have a better look um, to exactly, you know, who are they going to pick in the next uh, MLR draft that's going to happen. You know, it's 12 days away from
0: uh, when it's happening. Right, of course, August 19th being the date for the MLR draft. Rob Hammerschmidt, by the way, will tell you, in furthering some of your points, through the COVID era, you know, you had to rely on some game tape. There wasn't a lot of game play, so it was (sighs) difficult for the guys to – present what they're actually doing out in the field and it was disconnected very much so because they hadn't had a lot of contact with with uh their teams and representatives and also just the guidance through some of those processes i mean rob how much time did you spend trying to find your own tape just for our own live show right and you found it difficult enough now you're provided you know there's some awesome talent that you can see in real time in real rugby situations i mean what do you think how cool is that right yeah, it's awesome. And I think what's uh, even
1: more important, and I've, and I've heard a couple of GMs talk about this, and it's a finding the diamonds in the rough. And like right. you said, I mean, you know, uh, I think a lot of guys in the in the draft, you know, uh, as we watched it, and, and I did a lot of research on it, you know, okay, Cam Dodson, and, you know, you had your Bronson Tellis, and you had your, you know, uh, um, you, you had a bunch of, you had a lot of names that, that we knew about, Patrick Madden. Um, not many people heard about Andrew Gary yet here a year later. Uh, I, I would argue he was one of those diamonds out of the rough that that Nola actually found because they went and attended some actual in person events. It was some sevens events, and they, that's where they saw him play, and that's where they really got a feel for what type of player he was. So I I think finding those diamonds in the rough is really what this um, has the potential uh, for, not only as a player but also for MLR teams. Uh, with that, well, being just
2: a second, just a second. Like um, you know, yeah. just think about a normal uh you know, a division two college player, right? What do you, right. think, what do you, think, what are they recording their games? Are they recording their games? I don't know. Is the, it's the house of quality. On Instagram for 30 seconds yeah. at a time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how's the quality? How, what about their quality? Even most, a lot of, right. you know, D one games, like how are they going to, you know, the quality of work is not going to be actual, you know, showing off the player, you know, the player skill. So you know, if you don't go to those big schools, then you're probably never going to go, you know, yeah. get noticed. Even, even in some of the big schools, you might just be overlooked over one or two guys. And right. the uh, player pool is so athlete.
0: strong that even great talent might not be on the field. They might be in their second team, but just haven't had that opportunity to get that game time. They could have another Avenue to explore.
1: Yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause I actually spoke with a parent of a, of an LU player uh, a couple of months back and, and, you know, the the tape is there um, and those opportunities were presented because it's at a high, high profile, high caliber school, but there's a lot of competition too. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of splitting of time. And so the parent was really about how do I get the best opportunity or how can my son make the, you know, the best opportunity possible to get the exposure and get a look by some MLR teams and, you know, navigating that. This certainly is a, is a opportunity to help navigate that process. Um, So I want to move forward to, get a little bit more information out there for those people who are interested in those players and that are interested, even fans that might want to follow this a little bit more closely. Um, So a run, pass, or kick, where will this take place? And what are the key logistical details that potential players should know about or even fans might want to clue into if they really want to pay attention who might be those diamonds in the rough in the draft?
2: Yeah. So uh, I'll run with this one. This is going to be at, uh, it's going to be at Staples high school uh, in Westport, Connecticut, uh, August 7th. And it's going to be a one day event, uh, 9.00 AM. We'll try to get out there till three or maybe four, depending how far we want, you know, how, how we want to do it. Uh, we chose this venue because Staples high school actually finished a uh, uh, contact of mine, Dave Lime. He's a head coach of Staples high school rugby, which actually finished top 10 at nationals this year in Connecticut. They have a good, good relationship with the athletic director and also this uh where the high schools at both rooney and the free jacks have had camps there and also uh free jacks have had actually a captain's run before playing in new york there so it's a sort of middle ground for for those two franchises in the northeast um we understand it's in the northeast we're trying to make everything as cost effective as possible uh you know we're, we're uh this will be uh, on the rugby network um you know, it's going to be, you know, edited. Uh, we're going to have guys like Ben Foden and Mike Petri, uh doing the interviews or analysis during during the time uh, so we can really provide, you know, exposure and actually share these guys' stories of adversity uh, or any type of story that, that you know, they presented themselves to so get to know these players more because, um, you know, that only helps the draft coverage too, um, you know, Last year during the draft, and it was the first one, but like you said, you, you couldn't really have much game film. So you might be a, you know, uh, you know, a Nola gold fan and they trapped a guy, but you really don't know anything about, about him. So you're like, I guess I'm excited, but here this, you know, hopefully this event will be able to actually share some, uh, share some stories and get right. to know the players. So you actually know who, um, who's getting drafted. So that only strengthens, you know, the production of the MLR draft in general, because you're going to know the players a little bit better.
0: Yeah. It's very powerful connecting. And I know, again, I come back to Rob because Rob, Last time around, which, by the way, if you're watching, we plan to be able to do our own coverage of the MLR draft and hopefully to be able to see some of, you know, the great talents uh, come there. But you, you get, you know, come you get these stories that you get so involved with, yeah. engaged with, like Bronson Tellers, you mentioned a moment ago, a young kid that you want to be able to see progress and grow into the senior gameplay and get more game time. Yeah. So you're given the platform to be able to share the story and also to be able to for fans like us to be able to be on them with that journey, uh, which is great. You know, Um, you know, let me jump into the next question because I don't want to, I don't want to rattle on and then touch some points that we're going to be talking about. So I'll stay to script because uh, Rob has put these questions down for a reason uh, and it is important. So run parcel kick, what can potential athletes expect and how will they benefit from this event?
2: Yeah, it's so all wrong right with that one. What they can expect, like I said, they'll have the uh, just the first half of the morning, will just be some basic physical tests, three tests. Yep. Like I said, we're making this, you know, this not the reason why I stayed away from the word combine, it's a showcase the showcase of talents for rugby. We'll have some basic events, it'll be the legit, all the, you know, laser testing. But uh, then we'll have some positional skills, like I said, scrums. Uh, we're pretty flexible exactly, you know, if uh, Austin Gilgronis want, you know, a certain. Props or in the type, you know, the type five go against this type five. Uh, we'll make that happen. We want to make it valuable as teams possible. as possible. Um, and then, uh, all, you know, the backs want to work on, you know, uh, the back, you know, kicking, passing. Uh, we'll do that. And then we'll have, like I said, a break and then we'll have scrimmages so they can, you know, mm-hmm. really uh, showcase their talents. Uh, we're going to, you know, the backs for sure. will have. Um, Trying to get into some guys that are in MLR but have coaching aspirations too, sort of running the drill. So we have uh, nice. Chris Matina. So we we'll have Chris Matina doing the backs. Uh, forwards, will be having Kyle Sumption doing the forwards. Uh, so it'll be uh, a good combination of you know guys that have experience coaching as well uh, as well as the MLR. So hopefully the players can sort of see you know hey I'm going to be working with some MLR guys and also right. they see the exposure with the team you know just with the teams there. I love that um, high
0: level like mentorship that's coming into it. The coaching. Yeah. Ast- but, you know, you've looked at it from several different angles, which is great to be able to take note of. Um, I love that, you know, uh, doing the drills, giving real sort of game scenarios, all excellent ideas.
2: No, no. Yeah. And, and that's the whole point about making the full circle. Uh, like I said, this is, you know, you want to make sure that you're give, giving it to every, every opportunity, as well as, you know, this is a draft focused event. Um, it is open to eight, anyone 18 and up. Uh, that wants to attend. So if there's guys that are not draft eligible because of age or maybe, you know, maybe they felt like they, uh, in 2020 it was COVID. I couldn't really play rugby. I had no highlight film. Now I'm sort of, you know, ineligible for the draft. Um, Here's your shot, you know any club guys that feel like they got passed up, here's your, you know, here's your shot or guys that want it. Or there's a lot of guys that messaged me who uh, are not trapped eligible yet because they're younger, um, but eventually want to go and get in front of these people. Then, you know, here you go too. And that's, um, you know, they can get their name out before they get drafted as well. So it's anyone 18 up and uh, we just want this, like I said, this is meant for the players. It's, you know, it's a player's event. Um, It's run by players. uh, And, you know, hopefully these guys see the exposure and it's worthwhile.
1: Well, yeah, I think that's an important question because you, you did actually address a a question that I was thinking of um, as a, not only I, I spoke with you, but also as I was mulling things over and creating the questions. Um, and this comes from this next question kind of comes from that and comes from the mouths of players that I've interacted with that come from the college game, of course, because I'm familiar with the LU program and some of the boys down there. Um, but they have some real concerns. So herein lies the question. Uh, run past kick number one did these players have to be signed with hpm in order to participate in this showcase
2: uh yeah i'll run uh no they do not they do not have to be signed with hpm like i said hpm is m- my uh agency and this is a you know a passion and their their passion is to grow u.s rugby too um so that's you know where the connection is well no one has to be signed to an agent though there's no pressure to sign with anyone they're just there to grow the game awesome
1: that, and that's important. We, we love that yeah. idea of growing the game. Cause that's one of our, uh, one of the things that we hold near and dear to our hearts, just g- growing, the growing the game. You guys are growing it through the, through the players. We try, we try to grow it through the friends.
0: Right. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. there we go. Oh no,
2: no, no. Uh, no I, I could not agree more. You know, I, if uh, players feel like pressured like that, you know, in a way that the sign of Asia uh, you know, they, they can always reach out, but no, we, we, uh, this is for the players to make sure they get the opportunity that they want and they don't feel like they get, you know, they will get passed
0: over. So, uh, this question is unscripted though, but I'm just curious, how many players are you expecting for this, uh, this time around?
2: We're expecting around 75. 75 players that are coming around, a lot of logistical with flights. We're trying to be, you know, we're dealing with college kids here. So we're trying to work with the finances with some of them. Right. Uh, so, you know, we're dealing with, you know, sometimes the f- first, you know, this first go around time, uh, limited resources as well. But uh, we're expecting 75, 75 kids.
0: Nice. Yeah. So here's the question that I wanted to be able to ask. Um, Run parcel kit. How will you and the HBM team know if this showcase has been a success? What is the measurement?
2: Uh measurement, like I said, those diamonds are rough. We you know, our goal is just to make sure those guys, you know, you get a couple guys that just get selected from this, you know, uh from the, the showcase and then they get selected and they play well. Then the players are gonna be like, hey, like uh this guy went to this this guy went to a small school, no one knew about him, he got his shot and now he's in the league. That's what I wanna do. And the teams will be a, the teams will come back and say, Hey, this team found some value in, in into this event. Uh, we want to make sure that we, we could do anything as possible. So if we can get nice. two or three guys that, you know, are in the draft that, that I haven't heard of, then, uh, you know, we get really excited. I'll say this. Um been talking to one guy. Um, his name is Decor Davis out of Queens university. He's coming out from the MLR showcase. I'll give him a shout out right now. Um, you know, we're helping him financially to get there because I just think that he's going to be a player that, I looked some of his film. I'm super impressed, and this is why I run the, r- running this event. Um, I don't think any teams know him. He's not on anyone's draft board. Not college all American. And that's the um, reason why you played. do it, right? <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'll just put it out right now that um, you know I think that he can really make it into the league. So three rounds, right. like I said. Say the Davis name out of, again. Decor Davis out of Queens University. Tacoma Davis.
0: You heard yeah. it here. We knew you yeah, I mean, when.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty strong recommendation coming from a guy that's uh, played in the MLR himself since uh, what twenty eighteen, all the way back to the Austin right. Elite days, yep. right? So, <laughs> so you you know your way around the MLR. So, if anybody has a, a can assess talent, it would be uh, Mikey Brown, and we're gonna take a moment uh, a little bit here to pay some bills and and. Um, really uh, uh, spread the word of our partnership and our sponsors. One of those is Tighthead Brewing Company, which is Chicago's premier location to watch rugby and enjoy quality ales and lagers for all seasons. Located in Mundelein, Illinois, there it is. Uh, owner Bruce Brewster uh, in the heart of Lake County and his Tighthead staff will ensure you're kept well hydrated and you don't miss a single scrum. Tighthead's tap room is like the familiar rugby clubhouse in which friends and families can meet, socialize, and enjoy the action of every major league rugby derby that will electrify the 21-21 season as it comes to a fierce and tight end. Head to Tighthead on Saturday, July 17th at 7 p.m. to see the L.A. Guiltinis. Here they are. Play the Utah Warriors. The watch parties will happen every week throughout the season up to the Major League Rugby final on August 1st. Hey, Chicago, what do you want? Rugby Tight Head Brewing Company will satisfy your thirst. Tighthead, it's worth more than a try. So thanks I'll for being uh,
0: LA and Utah. Just for a moment, for those of you that are interested and continue yeah. to be able to watch the rugby rant debate episodes, which of course uh, takes place. or was revealed every Friday on the rugby network. We will be talking about the MLR playoff scenarios. Uh, and of course, LA and Utah being a part of that mix. You can tune in to watch that on the rugby network every Friday or alternatively follow us on social media under the handle at rugby rant pod, where we will show it as a pre, review every Thursday evening before it goes live on the Rugby Network. Thanks for that little window there. As you mentioned it, Rob, I'm like, all right, here's an opportunity. Let me take it. But the floor is yours again. Yeah. So,
1: Mikey, you mentioned a little while back, uh, you know, the early morning session is going to really uh, be built around some skill work and and some athletic endeavors, athletic movements like the 40-yard dash, uh, the broad jump. Uh, and there are many folks out there that you, and and even as people analyze the NFL, they'll say the same thing. So this isn't a shot at at what you guys are doing. It's I think it's more to to answer a question. Um, a lot of people argue that those aren't really very good measurements of a an athlete's ability to play rugby or play the game, run pass or kick. How do these activities fit into a broader context of player evaluation for those GMs and or coaches that might go up there? and check this event out.
2: Yeah, I'll run with that one. I just think that they just, you know, just some basic data, I think is just important just to see how fast they like just just to compare the comparison to, Um, I think, uh, you know, Guys like Ryan Fitzgerald find that important, important coming from his NFL background. They like to see some, you know, some numbers on a piece of paper um as well. And um, I think the kids actually enjoy that just in general as well, just to see how fast they can run uh in general. Uh, but you're not gonna have, you know, like I said, uh, you're not gonna have too much argument for me. That's only why we have three of them, because uh, you know, I'm not too huge on the physical testing when it comes to such as rugby.
0: Right, so it's not going to yeah. be a prop versus a winger, right?
2: <laughs> no, we're, we're we're already uh, putting out the uh, you know uh, the forwards with the forwards and the backs with the backs. I know. i bet it's easy, but no, no, no. I'll say this though: uh, we've been you know having discussions with the uh, rugby pass and the rugby network, and right. they're very intrigued of you know timing these guys and then edit you know showing the content to see how well some of these guys perform against the world class. You know, maybe we'll have. Right. You know, a guy like Ben Foden might run the 40, just like Rich Eisen does, just to see how he does against these guys. Or maybe, you know, we'll bring a Nate Ebner, I don't know, or Pat Chung to sort of run it too, um, to see how well they can go. So, is, that, is that a hint? Ah, you know, you got to stay tuned. It, it could be a hint, but, you know, we're, we're, we're getting creative as well. You know, show these guys and see the content that go up. The players will love it. And right. uh, so we and can, all of it know, is continuing
0: to be able to share what these guys can do through social media, their level of engagement, getting higher and higher. And with that, the exposure for these boys. Right. Um, and that's what it's about. Right. Giving them a platform right. to shine.
2: Yep. Yeah. And social media, you know, that, you know, everyone's with the 30 seconds. So if we can have a guy, you know, running, you know, seeing Ben Foden's time versus, you know, the top guy, you know, backline, another 15.
0: Years Uh, and years ago, there was a video that went viral and it was Brian Habana, the South African winger of past, right? World Cup champion as well. Uh, And he did the same thing on 100... uh, meter no it wasn't 100 meters but i think it was shorter anyways but it was against a cheetah i <laughs> know uh, i know that video yeah right And it is unbelievable the awareness it drew because uh, it was unusual, it was uncommon, and people want a a fair comparison. Now you're finding a way to be able to localize it, make it interesting inside the realm of rugby when it comes to North America, and I love that. And all of those little parts put together make a difference.
1: Hey, hey Mikey, I've got a TikTok challenge for you. Do you (laughs) think you could arrange, so with, with that in mind, here's a concept, have Ben Foden and the big guy Run against one another. That's assuming the big guy comes off IR from his ankle you injury. You know what? I will pay uh, to at see at the that in the
0: subscription. Like, I'll, I'll pay extra on, that, on ESPN that, Plus. Phenomenal <laughs>
1: TikTok footage right there. The big guy versus Ben
0: Foden. If Ben's
1: black eye, you know, swelling goes down a little bit from last weekend, and the big guy recovers from his ankle injury, maybe that can happen.
2: You know, we'll have to get the big guy. Uh, Shout out motion PT Ro- Rooney's uh, physical therapy. You know, he has to get a couple sessions in there to get the ankle right. <laughs> right.
0: So uh, yeah, it's questionable. Back up.
2: You know, maybe maybe we'll you know keep keep a guess and if he can make it or not, you know, we'll we'll have to see. Stay tuned to the injury report.
1: There you go, and and maybe just as a as a fair, you know, to give the big guy an opportunity, maybe he could have a, a like a, a a slice eating contest with Ben Vo. Now Ben's been in New York long enough; he should know how to eat a proper slice. He and the big guy can square off. Uh, and, and so you can dr- down the fastest slice. Sounds
0: like it's evolving into a decathlon. <laughs>
2: no, we don't put the cameras under that. That's that. <laughs> All
0: right, let's turn our attention back to, uh, to the rugby here for a moment. Uh, run parcel kick here, yeah, Mikey. The MLR has outlined specific rules for players that choose to enter the draft. For juniors that still have uh, college eligibility, uh, they need to be uh, cognizant of uh, not jeopardizing this when speaking to MLR teams. Uh, There's a bunch of rules, guidelines to how they can engage in conversations when it's appropriate, when it's not appropriate, and it can have really big consequences for those of you that aren't aware. So what kind of advice would you give draftees that are in that position?
2: Yeah, I'll run with that one. I think uh, one first thing is... Stay in school, get your degree. <laughs> no matter what happens, make sure you stay in school, get your degree. That's important. Right, we're not paying NFL salaries yes. yet. Exactly. <laughs> uh, two, I would just uh, if I was college coach, I'd educate those players more. Or for myself, look at the college eligibility rules, look at your D one A rules, and make sure that you're not, you know. Uh, going to affect your eligibility going forward. Um, I think it's more about just an educational process. I know right. uh, eligibility eligibility with D one A sort of changed a lot of things. Uh, not necessarily, you know, I don't really agree with it uh, for the most part, especially with the uh, the likeness now that you can make some money off it. Um, mm-hmm. it. Doesn't really make much sense, honestly, to have those rules. But those are the rules currently, so I would just educate them uh, and make sure that they know exactly what they're getting into. But um, you could still go to the showcase get to know these people um, and still be eligible for your school.
1: Awesome. And I think that's an important message. Uh, I know that there there are always concerns with college players who still have eligibility left. And of course, with the COVID year, uh, more players probably than usual in any given year still have them eligibility left. And so they have to be real cognizant of what those rules are. They have to educate themselves. Um, and make sure that they know those guidelines yeah. and, and and don't and, run and that was one of the
0: criticisms from the first year is that yeah. there just wasn't enough guidance, right? Um so yeah, I mean I think it's very important, as you said, is just learn as much as you can, be aware of it, and uh, you know, hopefully you'll be fine, right?
2: <laughs> hopefully. No, you should be fine.
0: So no, so
1: let, let me just hypothetically speaking, and again this is a run passer kick, hypothetically speaking, if you know some of these players were not necessarily being signed to MLR teams, uh, the senior teams, but they were signed to the developmental teams or the academy teams. Run passer kick, would HPM see this as a win or see this as a success?
2: Uh yeah, I'll run with that one. I think, yeah, of course. I think you know that they'd be able to be right in their feeder system. You know, minor league guys get drafted to minor league all the time, and whether it's hockey, baseball, um, so that's pretty much the same thing. And these guys will be able to develop and be, you know, known right there, you know, um, you know, we're going to plan to have all the local clubs like Nyack old blue there. Uh, we right. try to wear the contact, trying to get mystic down there. Um, so, you know, I'm sure, you know, if, uh, you know, whoever shows up for ATL 404 is right there. So, um, you know, just because they didn't get drafted, there's only three rounds. There's a lot of other guys that are just going to be looking for a higher level rugby and have that appetite. So if they get you know selected to the academy, maybe they're not ready for the first you know the first year, but the second year they are, and they're just you know everyone develops a little later. Um, you know that's just great, and it's also great for those academies as well to share their stories and their strength as they continue on growing.
1: You know that's a great point. I mean, I think if if there are guys watching who are in that position where they have a year of eligibility left. There's no harm in taking this chance at getting more exposure, right? Mm -hmm. And the idea is you just got to be aware and, you know, educate yourself on the rules, right? But then it does give you an opportunity during those windows where you can work with an academy team within your college program, within your college season, um, and it'll give you even more exposure and more of an opportunity uh, to, to get into the league, potentially.
2: No, hundred percent. It's all everything's new, so I think a lot of players are just initially wary because um, they don't want to lose their eligibility. Um, but no one's trying to do that to them. You know, like I said, this is a players' event. Like you, so we just want to give them actually more opportunities so they're better prepared uh, if they right. want to continue playing. This like needs to be an level.
0: additional resource available right. to them to get that exposure providing the platform for them where sometimes they might not have had the opportunity to, to get that game time to get in front of the right people and talking about getting in front of the right people. It is my segue into the next question here and the right players and the right people. Here's the question, run parcel kick. Where can players, MLR GMs and fans get more information on this event?
2: Yeah. Currently uh, we have the Instagram handle at the underscore rugby showcase um. Also, www.therugbyshowcase.com. Um, Instagram, you know, these kids love Instagram. So that's sort of why we sort of pushed all everything to that, Uh. you know, for the all our eggs in one basket. But that's where they'll be able to find updates. And our website's pretty generic where, you, where you'll be able to sign up and then also just have some uh, outline of the event and exactly, you know, uh, who we are, what we're doing, and, uh, you know, what's the days of the event. So uh, those are the two ways you can sort of keep up to date.
1: And and if I'm not mistaken, HPM has a Facebook page. So for all the old guys, uh, GMs like me, you know, who are out there, you can go to HPM's website. I think you can find some of the so- social media posts about the rugby showcase as well. Can you not, Mikey? Yep, that is correct.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, I just learned. On- I just learned in the background that apparently the rugby rent is going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I didn't at least, know you were at least, least one time, part of it, right?
1: from the West, oh, how exciting! <laughs> you know, because you know that, you know, given that the big guy is in IR, he won't be able to go out himself. So, uh, we really appreciate you. Helping right. us out. You're the, su- the yeah. super sub, Rob <laughs> is on deck. <laughs> so, um, you know, on that note, we just talked about players, uh, but um, what uh, some of those players might want to know, Mikey, is uh, run, pass, or kick which MLR teams you've mentioned a few names. Uh, which MLR teams uh, are sending representatives to evaluate the college talent? Uh,
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna kick on that one. Uh, kick yeah. it back to you, Rob. Uh, you know some teams want to keep a little more quiet for uh, their own personal reasons. So uh, you know, tell me what teams you think that should be uh, going. Well.
1: I- Look, just by pure location. Everyone think, should be going. Yeah, is the everybody answer. should be going, right? But <laughs> the question is, is, it logistically, is it is it workable for all teams? It, you know, it's interesting. Exactly. Um, yeah, obviously the free jacks are there. You know, Mags. Mags may even show up himself. Perhaps he'll run the 40. Um, you know, uh, Rooney, again, they're close proximity. It's not too far away for someone like an OGDC to go to. Um, you got to think Scott Lawrence uh, is one of the sharpest tacks. Uh, in the USA rugby coaching pedigree drawer, you got to think uh, he'll, he'll take a look or maybe send somebody. Um, interestingly, I actually had a conversation with Tim Falcon uh, a few weeks ago and asked him if if he knew if Ryan was going, and he said, you know, I'm not sure. He hasn't talked to me specifically, but you know, they're they're at the time I spoke to them, they're in the middle of really pushing to get into that playoff spot, so I'm not sure that they were in that mode yet. Um, but I gotta think Ryan uh or, or Nate will be going because they just seem to wanna see and get eyes on players, um, not just on paper, not just on video, but actually physically see them and meet them. Um, because I know one of the big things for Noel, and again through my connection, is they th- it's not just about the rugby piece. They want to make sure that players are a good fit personally uh for for their setup down there. Um you know, I don't know. Obviously, Houston. You might have more knowledge about Houston,
2: given your connection. We've announced. We've announced Houston. Houston will okay. be there yeah we'll be, be there publicly. okay yeah we have now Houston and Austin too publicly now,
0: you I, said I, the uh, pathway 404, which is obviously connected to the... <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I didn't say their name
1: <laughs> so uh, but you know it? Utah had one in at, at LU a uh, uh, kind of a, a camp so I'm not sure if they're going to be there although I know that they do quite a bit of talent searching so I wouldn't be shocked if they did so that'd be my guess uh,
2: some good guesses Just
0: say a <laughs> b c grade <laughs> yeah, no, no, I,
2: I think it definitely passing Okay.
0: (laughs) Parcel fail was the class on that one.
2: Definitely.
0: (laughs) Well done, Rob. So we're getting closer towards the end of our interview here. So I want you to start thinking about a shout out to somebody important, a special organization, something you found important for you that you wanted to be able to share. And uh, before then, we've got just two more questions to be able to fire your way. Uh, And I want to be able to revisit this. I know you mentioned it earlier, but it is an important point. So I'm going to give you that opportunity. Run parcel kick. We know the answer. By now, how can MLR fans and draft aficionados, 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 why can, aficionados yeah. enthusiasts, um, <laughs> <laughs> follow this event?
2: Yeah, like I said, uh, uh, at the underscore rugby showcase on Instagram and our website, www.therugbyshowcase.com. Also, it, it will be on the Rugby Network uh, for content wise, so you can see it won't be uh, live but it'll be, you know, edited uh, throughout. So very shortly, it's leading up to the draft before the draft happens. So you'll be able to actually know these guys' stories and, uh, you know, see who's sliding up the board and who's dropping down.
0: Right. Excellent. I just wanted to make sure everybody got that because, yeah. you know, it's important to be able to follow yeah. it. You got to know where you got to go to get it. And
1: and if I know Rick Collins from down there in Dallas, because uh, I think he's having a draft party. Rick Collins will probably be paying strong attention to this on the rugby, rugby network in preparation for his draft party. Hopefully all the teams have somebody like Rick Collins right. working themselves at draft party. Cause sure. it, it, we and this is uh, Rick's year.
0: second one because he did yep. it for the Jackals first time around right. as well. Um, and that was shared live on our show, which, again, right. we hope to be able to bring that coverage to all of our fans live again. It'll be our second time following the MLR draft, which will be taking place August 19th. Of course, your event, the showcase on August 7th.
1: So with that, we're going to ask the, uh, the, the, the last question here and then give you an opportunity to do your shout out afterwards. So run, Pastor Kick, what advice? Can you give to young players who might not get drafted but want to be signed as free agents? And you know there are going to be a lot more of these than there are draftees, probably.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll run with that one. That's just a numbers game, right? Uh, it's only three three rounds. Right. Uh, you know how many other teams? Uh, I would suggest you know go somewhere that you know already has an MLR team into it. If you you know if you back yourself, then back yourself. Uh, no one, you know, you got to believe in yourself and you think you can, do, you can eventually get up there, then do it. Uh, so, you know, if you want to go down to the 404, you want to play in New York with uh, Old Blue or Nyack, uh, go out to say, you know, San Diego or L.A. Uh, you see what the Giltinis are doing with their academy guys, moving up, uh, moving that area, uh, find a job in that area and. Email them until you want to, you know, be involved in the academy, and I'm sure they'll want to have you. Um, they're always looking for young guys that are always trying to prove themselves, so that would be right. my advice. Just keep
0: bugging them until you get your shot. <laughs> Someone will reply. <laughs> I mean, it's been a, a wonderful opportunity, not only to be able to learn about HPM, what they're able to provide for young players now through the rugby showcase, uh, but also to learn a little bit about your background and how it translates into this new uh, realm for rugby as you step into that mentorship role. But we wanted to give you an opportunity to send a message out to anybody important. So Mikey, the floor is yours.
2: Uh, just uh, my wife, Ariel. Hello. and uh, <laughs> She's across the room. Uh <laughs> But then, uh, no, no. Also, I just want to say that I actually, I just got a text right now from uh, a player, a big player that Rob might know, Tanase. He is going yeah, to be Jenna, coming yeah. to. He is going to be attending the rugby showcase. Dude, so, he's that a is stud. so he is a big name, and he we've been working with him, and uh, he's one of our top guys that we want to you know showcase and highlight uh, into the event. So yeah, I just got that news right there. So, um, you know, he will, he's a guy of influence within college rugby and has a lot of connections and, uh, he is, yeah, I just got the text saying he's going to, you know, make it. So, uh, that's really good news, but yeah, uh, shout out to, uh, you know, HBM, like I said, they've been helping me, Ryan Murphy, Matt Houston, Anthony Perry, a lot of work behind the scenes that are going, that's going through Ben Foden has been a huge help and support going through this, Uh, As well. He's really all on board about growing American rugby Uh, in the long term. He's just not trying to play and be done. Uh, He really is trying to grow this game and see and really sees the big picture with us. So he's a huge partner in building connections throughout the rugby. uh, And we're
0: trying to get him to race the big guy.
2: <laughs> hey,
0: let's do it. Let's the do it. Hey, I tell you what, that will go viral. That's the winner, <laughs> man. <Yeah. laughs> Signing talent there. there but, you I know, we, we joke, but uh, all of it is in good spirit you know, you've taken the time to be able to give us a much deeper insight and just, I think it's exciting. I love the fact that it's going to get the support from the rugby network, of course, powered by rugby pass, uh, which is a very credible source in rugby. Uh, and you can of course scratch our show on the rugby network as well, each and every Friday. I don't miss a beat. I'm going to take each one of those opportunities. Um, but, uh, from myself and, and the team, let me say again, Mike, uh, you know, joining us here one more time. It's always a pleasure. No matter when you may join us, uh, you truly are one of the, uh, the great ambassadors for the sport. What you and others are doing at HPM is a great service to the rugby community. And I'm sure in time, it will grow to be a staple of what uh, uh, helps players get that exposure.
2: Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And it's always about, you know, the next generation. So, I mean, U.S. rugby, a lot to grow. So, I just hope it keeps on, you know, getting higher level, higher level, higher level.
0: Excellent. Uh-huh. I love it. Rob, any final thoughts?
2: No, we,
1: we certainly appreciate you coming on. And, and um, you know, if there are any players that are watching out there that uh, have an interest in joining us somehow on draft day, we, we did reach out to players last year. We were able to get a couple of guys on and it was a pleasure to to speak with guys, uh, you know, um, on draft day. Uh, Steve in McLeish, real time too, like know, after they were announced. <laughs> yeah, Nick Taylor, Steve McLeish, uh, I think Patrick was- Madden. So Bronson us. So it was a lot of fun and, And uh, certainly anything that, um, you know, like Mikey's doing, anything that can be done to promote the next generation is uh, a good thing in my mind.
0: Right. Absolutely. hundred percent agree. While you are growing rugby uh, with new players, getting that opportunity, we continue to be able to grow rugby one fan at a time. Both the missions are on the same path. And that's why you have been an excellent guest once again, Mike, but I want to take the opportunity to be able to remind everybody, if you like what we do here on the rugby rant, you can continue to be able to like, follow and share our content under the handle at rugby rant pod, where you can find us through all the social media platforms that you may enjoy, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and tiktok alternatively make sure that you get that new content with a new rugby debate episode each and every week delivered through the rugby network each and every friday and the next one you may not find it interesting is where we talk about the mlr playoff scenarios leading up to that championship final on august 1st myself rob hammerschmidt Scott Ferrara will be sharing our thoughts in that regard alongside a guest ranter, which you will see when you tune in this Friday on the rugby network from myself and the team. Again, my name is Ty Braga, your host for today's activities alongside Rob, the hammer Hammerschmidt. And on behalf of Scott Ferrara, who produces our show here today, and more importantly, the man of the hour, Mikey Brown. We thank you for watching this episode of the rugby rant, and we will see you at the next